can't get enough, Mummy Dearest? Double your content by subscribing to our Patreon. Subscriptions as low as $1 a month, because Zach and I are two cheap little hussies and we'll take what we can get. Now, on to the show! Welcome to the Mummy Dearest Podcast, a podcast where we used to talk about the mummy, but now we talk about other movies, too. Welcome back, everybody, to the Mummy Dearest Podcast, where we unwrap pop culture from the 90s, 2000s, and today. I'm Zach Millen. I'm Sloane Steele. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. Today we're doing a movie that I don't think anybody's requested and I'm not sure anybody's ever seen. So hopefully. No, I think that this is a big, I think. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think, think it's a ev- big get. I think everyone has seen this movie. I think everyone's forgotten that they've seen it. And okay, I think they fair. loved it. I think they loved it when they saw it and then forgot that they ever watched it. What's not to love? That's my main question. And there's we a lot. We will hold you no longer in suspense, you guys. We are doing 1998's Six Days, Seven Nights, directed by Ivan Reitman, who I've never heard of. That's very funny because my first note is, man, can this guy make a movie? Okay, yeah, wait, maybe I have heard of him. What else did he do? Uh, Ghostbusters. Oh, yeah, I did see that. Yeah, he did like, he's done like a million little things and like two big things. Yeah, he's like pretty pretty famous. Yeah, no, I I know. Okay, did he um, do anyway, Ghostbusters? He did. I remember like looking at him and being like, "I'm not gonna put these movies down" because it didn't seem like that important. Okay, um, Zach, he's done Meatballs, Stripes, Ghostbusters, Ghostbusters Two, Twins, I don't Kindergarten know Meatball- Cop, Dave Junior, Animal House, Beethoven, Space okay. Jam, and my dad's favorite film, other than School Ties, Private Parts. Okay, so yeah, I guess I did. I dropped the ball there. I didn't look. I saw like the meatballs thing and I was like, I don't know what that is. He also had a hand in uh, an old school and road trip. Oh, yeah. Road trip is where Tom Green talks about dogs licking his balls, I think. Yeah, I mean, I feel like that's kind of like in all of all of Tom Green's movies. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so you guys. All right. So Harrison Ford. Ready? Yeah, we. So we have an unreleased episode where we really talk about hair, a younger Harrison Ford. We're going to release it. We're going to release it on Patreon. Yeah, we. Because you edited it, right? It's like totally ready to go. I believe it is one of the edited ones. It's just, it was, the movie Temple of Doom was very problematic and we didn't remember how problematic it was in today's day and age. And mainly it was, Due to Zach and I not being able to stop doing accents. Oh, yeah. We might need to re-listen to that. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if we should. We should get. We should do that. We should release that to, the, to, to Gen Pop. I don't know if they're ready if for you guys, it. If enough of you sign up for Patreon, we'll release it. All right. So before we get into Harrison Ford, like this movie starts off with like all of the tropes of the 90s, right? Like, I didn't do any ages yet. Oh. I, that's what I was saying when I said Harrison Ford. I thought you just wanted to like talk about him. Oh, well, we will. But Harrison Ford was 56. Okay. He looks good, right? I can't tell. 
I can't either. Anyway, Anne Hayes was 29. I think she looked good. She didn't look 29. She looked no, like she 39. Looked 30. Yeah, exactly. But and like, then ho- but good. Yeah, no, a hot 39. But like, anyway, David Schwimmer was 32. Um, okay, yeah. Jack, yeah. Jacqueline Ob- I- o- Obradors, who plays. Um, Booby girl. Yeah, she was 32. Allison Janney was 39. That I have a lot of notes about Allison. Is yeah. it Allison Janney or Allison Janie? I, I don't, don't know. know. That's a good question. Um, Not and then one we know the answer to. Tamora Morrison, who plays the pirate, the head pirate, he was 38. He's, He's hot. hot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he is hot. He, um, he's in the new yum, yum. Um, like Boba Fett show and he's not attractive. Oh, he is familiar to me. The yeah, he's in familiar. a... T- well, I don't know if you... Didn't you recently watch all the Star Wars with Rex? Yeah, but we didn't get so to... He, well, he plays all of the clones. When I tell you I okay, yeah, watched you those movies, but did okay. they? Did I look at them? No. They no, didn't no. penetrate. They didn't? No, no. Okay. And unfortunately, Rex's favorite one is like the Jar Jar Binks one. So it's like... Oh! Misa crazy. The, yeah, but that has like the best lightsaber scenes and like <laughs> it's so bad. Those movies are trash. <laughs> no, I like favorite. really like them. Oh my god, well, I hate Star Wars so much. I know a lot of people do. Anyway, Star Wars to me um, is like football. It's like I have zero interest at all. I know. I think that a lot of I think that you either like the I girls know, that just, get it, get it. And the girls that don't, don't. I don't get it. It's the thing. I know. I, I know. Anyway. Okay. So this was all filmed in Hawaii. Like gorgeous, gorgeous girls go to Hawaii. Um, the budget was 70 mil. And honestly, it grossed 164.8 million. I think people just used to go to the movies more. They did. But also like this was like a big action adventure film that probably looked really good was in the it? preview. I like... I don't recall this movie coming out. I just like, and I don't know why I've seen it. I do. It. I was excited. I've seen it so many times, Zach. Like, why have I, I have seen, seen it I know. so many times? Because I think it was on like TBS, like for like six months straight, like every night at one yeah, point, like in 2000, maybe. Like nobody, well, younger people don't remember like HBO, eight o'clock at night on a Saturday night, HBO would premiere a movie yeah. and like your whole family would be like, what's it going to be? What's it also like be? and like Disney Channel, but like every weekend would have like big moments with like movies. It was just like they're like movie. It was appointment movies. Were, movies. movies were it a was thing. A, yeah, appointment guys, television. Movies were over. a thing. I don't know if you've heard. Um. Okay. They're so then, big. the sh- so then like during the movie, I'm like, I'm like this music is so familiar, and I'm like this sounds just like the Anaconda music because we get our familiar friend. A pan flute. A pan flute. And the... So then I look up the composer and lo and fucking hold. No way. It's Randy Edelman who composed Anaconda. You ready for the next one? Triple X. And then Last of the Mohicans, which we haven't done yet. But I mean, that's a big pan flute entry in Last of the Mohicans. You know what's so weird that you're bringing up Last of the Mohicans? I keep getting like last of the mohicans content 
served I to me. I love Last of the Mohicans. I've never seen it. So like I'm <gasps> down to watch it. Oh, we might have to do that. I'm like really down to watch it. Also like Waterworld. In the 90s. You might have to have like, a foster like, time. And then he's not in Last okay. of the Mohicans. All right. Um, <laughs> oh, Dances with Wolves. Well, Maybe I have seen neither of them. Last of the Mohicans is Daniel Day Lewis. I hate Daniel Day-Lewis. I know, I know. <laughs> Smug I know. asshole. But it's Daniel Day-Lewis before he was like Daniel Day-Lewis. Like, okay, okay, okay. But I'll anyway, but guys, like in the 90s, there were like these sweeping epics, like with like beautiful scores and like. Yeah, not like mass produced, like the rock movies. Like, Yeah, if they ugh. made Last of the Mohicans now, it would be The Rock. And like with like um who's the girl who played who was in um Wolf of Wall Street? It would be like Margot, Margot Robbie. Robbie. It would be Margot Robbie and The Rock. And the people playing the Native Americans would be like white people. I feel like that can also extend to like recasting six days, seven night today. It would of course be The Rock, Emily it, Blood, Margot. I'm Robbie. so mad that you just said that because like you're right. Like, you know how much I love to recast a movie, but like it would if they made it today it fucking would be the rock it would just be jungle cruise but then they would just retitle it six days seven nights i know it's the same movie kind of i would be happier if it was jason stratham Statham. i don't i don't dislike him he makes me, me laugh and i watched I would that love shaw and hobbs is that of course you did he was funny yeah i know also like i think i now want it to be remade with jason statham and and the rock as his love interest yeah what woman are you going to cast in this movie kira knightley that's very that's all kinds of wrong i think i don't know why i, I thought that like wrong. i normally wouldn't have said that but that like popped out you know like when a tarot card reader is doing the cards and one pops out and they have mm-hmm. to read it yeah that's what just happened to me like i normally wouldn't have said that i'm cleansing my mind to see like the first person that popped in is very wrong. Julia Ormond. Why would she even be in Ooh. there? Why would she be there? Why is she at the, maybe She's Harrison a gorgeous, Ford, gorgeous Sabrina? Girl. Yeah. Maybe that's where I'm going with that. Yeah. Okay. I would love to recast this movie anyway. All right. Let's talk about who is cast in this movie because this is Anne Heche's finest performance. This is her swan song. She is the perfect nineties, quirky, hot business girl. Like, She's giving us cocktail dresses in the middle of Hawaii. She well, they're not in Hawaii in the movie, but you know what I mean. She's give, they're at they're in Mana Makatea. Makatui? Yeah. Makatea. Yeah. Uh, makes an amazing macadamia nut. That makes me want a macadamia nut cookie real bad saying macadamia. Go for it. I can't, Zach. It's day one of New Year, New Me, even though it's me too. Yeah. the end of the month. Anyway, neither here nor there. So this movie starts off with like the classic 90s trope of the the big city New York women's snowy. editor, like snobby editor working at the beauty magazine. It's snowing. Why? It's bustling. Zach, why was every movie about a woman working at a fashion magazine? In- Not only movies, it was like, remember the, sh- um, remember Everything. like, yeah, like remember what's her name? Um, Kirstie Alley was in that show. Oh my god, yeah. And then there was like Just I mean, Shoot Me. Then there yeah. was Veronica's Closet. Veronica's Closet. Yeah. Just Shoot Me. I don't know how I just pulled that out of like <gasps> the recesses. Like 
I didn't even have to like fish for it. It was just, it just came out. Wait for our Veronica's closet recaps. <laughs> I don't even like Zach. I don't even remember one thing about that show. How I remembered the name of it so easily. I'll not under, I'll never know. But that I was like one of the it. shows that was like, it was like on after Frasier, I think. I just feel like it was just shoot me, but like it was, they were all the same. All the there shows was another the magazine, like magazine show that I can't think of. But well, then like movies, there was um, going 13, going on 30. Devil Wears Prada. Like there's just so like, what the fuck was the deal? Like I wanted to go into fashion. We all thought magazines. that we were going to work in magazines. We all thought we were going to be Cosmo girls. And then every, we're every one of us, but we didn't know that we were millennials and magazines would be irrelevant in like five years. The mighty have fallen. I, I loved love a magazine. glossy. Ugh. Yeah. <laughs> you guys I don't know. understand what it was like to go to the airport to get your there, magazine, uh, get on the plane, flip open the when you uh, would get or on the beach, a new uh, magazine on the beach. Oh the my god. Smell of like yeah. Smell Sometimes you get a little sand, you get a little sand in the glossy pages or like uh, oh my god, all the perfume. I was gonna say you would open up the little perfume. And yes, you no, and a lot of times insane. you'd rub it on your wrist. Oh, you would rub it. Re- Yesterday, I went to a mall. I had to go to a pottery barn. I walked through a Bloomingdale's. I walked past the Tom Ford counter, and I said, <sighs> "Let me smell this. Let me smell this scent." Out of the bottle, Tom Ford bitter peach smelled amazing. I was like, "Let's try this on my skin." Mm-mm. What What happened? But in the later, did it 50- smell good? No. Oh. Uh, later as in today, even though I showered, it's still on me. Okay. But about 50 minutes into the car ride, Paul goes, you smell so gross. And I was mm. like, I know. He's like, that's making me gag. I'm like, I know it's on me. How do you think? Oh, you had to drive with the, with the windows down. Yeah. I used one squirt. Yeah. It was like a gram, like a grandma had died in my arms. No, you've, I know we've already discussed, like, you've got to stick to replica. Yeah. Okay. I'll go back. All right. Anyway, they have a jazz club scent. Anyway. Okay. Um, okay. Yeah. Oh, the font of the letter of the credits that were coming up was like, I don't know if you'll remember. It was like King Kong. Oh, it was such a nineties trope font. It was like. The curls like MT, the curls MT of adventure movies in the '90s font. Yeah, and there was like jazzy music in the background. The music in this movie is so excellent. The score is it's amazing. Sloan, there's a part. Okay, when she, when her and Harrison are flying off of Makatea and it's to like go a back, sweeping anaconda that's... soundtrack. <laughs> but like that score was like beautiful. I think no, I wrote so somewhere. Good. I was like, this is like shock. This is like a beautiful score. The the music in this movie is unbelievable it makes you feel everything you need to feel it's true you're you're right back in the 90s you're like you're like in a rainforest cafe when you watch this film the first time all right never mind um is dazzle glamour magazine or cosmo i think hybrid i think it's supposed to be like a cosmo glamour to me was always more upscale than a cosmo but not a vogue though no, not a Vogue. Maybe it, so that's maybe it was why like an I'm, L. Maybe it was like an L. Like a oh, little that's, bit more. Upscale. That's honestly what I was looking for. I knew that there was one that I was missing, but it like it's like Cosmo Glamour L. Vogue. Vogue. Marie Claire is like over on the side. Well, I don't yeah. really know what that was. For, red yeah. book. Zach, you probably got red book. I still get red book. <laughs> <laughs> you got your pinups <laughs> from the red book centerfold. <laughs> 
That is good. Imagine my bed. Imagine like I won't show you my bedroom because like it's just <laughs> covered in red book pinups. It's like Martha Stewart, like holding like a, like some eggs from Susan her. Sarandon. <laughs> it's it's red lip. and like a beach and a wrap on the beach, like with a bucket hat, just like smiling. <laughs> That's like what your locker was in high school. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. I actually have hundreds of GQ magazines, like still. I don't get them anymore, but like, I feel like I can't throw them away. You can. I can? I give you permission. I'm going to send you a picture of them when I'm done. I don't know why. Why are you keeping old GQs? I don't know. I like always, I like had an, like I was always given subscriptions to them, like for gifts or whatever. And then I would buy them. And then I just, it was before the internet had fashion on it. Yeah. I mean, yeah, there was a time when there wasn't an internet as you know it today. So you did have to like look at magazines to be, to know like, about things. Yeah. Like to know what was coming out, what people were wearing. Like us we weren't magazine, just scrolling Instagram. Yeah. No, like us magazine, like you literally had to read us magazine. Like if you wanted to know you if really stars did. were just like you and people, you had, to, yeah. you had to look at the magazine. I preferred us Crazy. over people. Yeah, well, people was for our moms, and us yeah. was for us. The my mom, the girls that get her, it, get it. And the girls that don't, don't. My mom and her sisters would always bring People magazines to the beach, like people, constant, like ugh, People magazine. I got. Did, I don't know if I told you recently. I was attacked by a People magazine article in the middle of the, the night. I went to the bathroom. I had. I think I had like some some bad some bad tacos that I yeah. made. And, uh, you know, I let the meat thaw and I probably froze it again. Anyway, I gave myself botulism, but I was in there reading a people magazine and everything was like, you know, Ooh, she looks cute. Wow. All these ladies in gold. And then there was a story about this dad who shot his two young children in the chest with a spear gun. Wow. And I was just weeping. I wanted to talk about the magazine Bon Appetit, but I guess we're not going to get there. No, let's do it. Everybody, okay. got, everybody <laughs> got canceled. Do you remember the fall, the fall of Bon Appetit in 2020? I don't because, okay, like a huge like memory for me is my mom and her sisters sitting on the beach reading like for eight hours reading Bon Appetit to decide what we're having for dinner that night. I love Bon Appetit. And then I had to like sadly cancel my subscription when every single what person- happened? It was just like a really toxic work culture and they um, were like not crediting like their their creators of color. Like it was just a whole a whole slew. I of, don't think my mom issues. knows anything about that. Well, so Bon Appetit did like, well, then there was like the Alice and Roman thing. And well, that's New York Times. But there was just like a lot of like weird crossover between New York Times, Bon Appetit. All of the food editor people are apparently just like garbage people. Like horrible, horrible garbage people. I'm not surprised. Yeah, like Alex Delaney got like called out for I don't remember if he was like racist or sexist or some some one of the ists. He probably spits at people. Yeah, like everybody that works there, I feel like is just sort of like an asshole. But like, I th- that's kind of like the food business, baby. Yeah, like don't you watch Top Chef, guys? Like, don't you know what it's like? Although Padma's like the sweetest person, so Gordon Ramsay. I bet Gordon Ramsay's great in person. If you're a child, not cooking for him. Oh, yeah. Kitchen Nightmares. I've never watched. I don't like cooking shows except for Great British Bake Off. Okay. I love Great British Bake Off. I have a Paul Hollywood mug, as you know, but you need to watch Kitchen Nightmares because 
I don't understand why these people invite Gordon Ramsay to their restaurant. And he's like, he's like, this is rubbish, mate. This is microwave fish, mate. What the fuck are you doing? Seven this, mate. This this going off 18 days ago. And then the guy's like, hey, I don't know what you're doing in my restaurant anyway. Get the fuck out of here. What the fuck does he know from Britain? Get the fuck out of here. You don't know Jersey food. Get the fuck out. I used to love Bar Rescue. It's like that then. Yeah. But it's like, why why are these people complaining if he's like going? You you called him there. It's so annoying. I know. That's why those things do really annoy me. But there's something about speaking of restaurants. There is something that I want to talk about regarding the movie that I think is it's a really big problem, like among society. Couples that sit on the same side of the booth. Just got into this with Paige recently. So. They meet so like um David Schwimmer and Anne Heche's character, like they meet at the restaurant before they go to Makataka Booby mm-hmm. and they sit on the same side of the booth. Yeah. Yeah, they do. They sure do. And it was something I didn't want to see. I didn't it's uncomfortable. Paul and I did it like recently, and it was what? just like why? I think we were forced to because there was like a Parmesan cheese spill. On where I had been seated. <laughs> I wonder how that got there. Um, <laughs> this mysterious mystery. Anyway, okay, so so she Anne Hage's delivery this whole movie is like so fucking good. I my fa- when she goes, where's its mommy? <laughs> when she sees the plane and it's like so small and like where's and she's, its mommy? And she's like not a typical nineties like actress there's something like very comedic about her she's fresh yeah like it's not a comedic and this like an ellen degeneres comedic even though didn't they have a thing they did they had a thing going on yeah it's not like that kind of comedy it's like she just is funny like she's just good she's like very natural yeah chemistry between her she had okay listen first of all the leading men in this movie are very like worlds apart obviously that's <laughs> the point david schwimmer is cast as like the hot fiance hot man yeah there, it's yeah and we just and Were because we, we just that? last week we had hayden prouse on but the week before that we did scream too and like we were discussing how this was like peak friends yeah, yeah, yeah this yeah. is like and David Schwimmer was probably, yeah, like David Schwimmer was like, okay, so Corny's got something. Jennifer's always got something going on. Fool's Russian, whatever. And then she was he's like, in that movie, but that's Matthew Perry. Oh, right. But then what was the one that she was in that was like a romantic comedy? Jennifer? Yeah. Uh, like at that time. Like the, the one where she like has a ferret all about Polly or something. Okay. Anyway. All right. <laughs> All the friends had their own stuff going on and it yeah. did and that like they did pretty well. And then David Schumer was like, I'll be in six days, seven nights. I need something. Was he less hairy than you expected? When he took his shirt off, I was pleasantly surprised. No, I mean like he had like a good body, but it's like I for some I reason expected him to be like covered in like like, a, like Armenian like, hair, yeah, like, like, like Robin Williams level hair. Yeah. Like he looks like an Armenian hairy man. He looks like an Armenian man that works at a mall kiosk. That's trying to sell you a dead sea. Oh no. Scrub. The mall kiosks where I work, like the people there are like so hot. No, like we're think, always going like on the way to star, like on the way to Starbucks. We're like, hi. <laughs> 
you, Zach, you can never speak to them. You never look at them. You never make eye contact with they them. They don't speak to us anymore because we're like, we like try to speak to them too much. Wow. What are the, yeah. how the, how the turns have tabled. We're like, Wait, so what do you guys nope. do for a living? And they're like this. <laughs> <laughs> so you're watching me live it right now, right here, right, right with my dead salt sea scrub. <laughs> so um, mall kiosks are an we could do a whole episode on those. We yeah, and we will. Um, but anyway, so what were you saying about, about I anything? think I interrupted you when you were talking about David Schwimmer. Oh, I was just surprised that we were like given David Schwimmer as like the like the the, the one, sex pot. Yeah, like the one to be in love with. And it was like, what? Like that's really random. But Did you feel bad for him? The 90s were riddled with movies where the fiance like where there wasn't like a big fight or anything and like they ended up just like not, not being with it. yeah like it was weird like we always had like these movies like i'm trying to think of what another one was i know exactly I, what you mean where it's just it's a very mutual understanding that they should not be married but it's out of nowhere yeah and it's like a little sad it's like i mean i don't think you should get engaged to somebody you're not crazy about but maybe people do that and they're just like yeah this makes sense i'll get engaged yeah and like i don't think that like i don't think ann h's character would move to maka poopy and i don't yeah i don't think she would either She's and gonna he go live is in a like hut with and honestly like he was like kind of like he was like chauvinistic and like a little bit annoying. Harrison like, Ford. He was. Yeah. Like he was Anne like Hay, a grumpy. She's, she's going to regret this decision in like in a week, a in a week. week. Like she's going to yeah. be like, what did, I, what am I doing? I think she could get David Schwimmer back. I'd love to see a, a, a sequel, a sequel of this. Where, where are let's they Let's do it. Yeah. Like I would Call love to see Annie. Let's get it. Let's get it going. I don't think. I think she had a little bit of a mishap and I don't think people are asking her to do work these days. I feel like I saw her on TikTok and she was like, I might have dreamt this, but I I believe I watched her on TikTok and she was like trying on outfits in her closet, kind of like a Britney Spears thing. Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. Why were like, why were like shipwrecks and being deserted on an island, like shoved down our throats from 1990 to 1999? It was. It was something to 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 really truly fear. It, on the it, other it hand, truly if was it happens. You're gonna fall in love. I wanted it to happen to me. Like, I thought it was so glamorous and like yeah. it was just like so fun and like and and so fun. Quicksand was involved in this. Is, this is like a spinoff of Quicksand. Like every yeah. time you get deserted on an island, whether it be from a ship, a plane, whatever, you're something. going to get caught in Quicksand. And there's going to be some kind of tube system that you're going to fall through. Sloan, I wrote be, that. I said, all I, I wrote, <laughs> why are people in these movies always falling into a tunnel and then sliding down them? To where they need to be. Always. It's like shoots and ladders. That's, it was in every, every movie. single movie. There would be a mysterious and out of nowhere you would fall and everyone would slide down like it was in a tube slide. If that happened to me, I would be <clears throat> bent in half. Like I would be crumbled. I'd be crumpled like a piece of it's, paper. And I just want to know the first person to do that. Like the director who was like, this is a good idea. It. And it's like, they had to build like a whole set for them to like, slide yeah. down. like they had to like scenic that whole, like a dirt tube. 
<laughs> it's so strange. Like, why did why was that shoved down our throats? I don't know, but like, I really, really, really wanted to kind of be shipwrecked. I've I've stated yeah. on here before the weight loss aspect of it alone is of course the tan, the tan, not having sunscreen stresses me out. Luckily, Anne did have sunscreen in this movie. She her. did. She had a well, toiletry bag. So that was like he was luckily delivering a lot of goods somewhere on the way, so they had a lot of these like goods. I think it was just like trinkets, like lava, carved lava island trinkets. But she would have had her toothbrush, toothpaste, razor. She would have deodorant, everything she needed to be fresh. Guys, if you're confused because you haven't seen this movie, let me give you a quick rundown. So (laughs) David Trimmer and Anne Heche are engaged and they're going on like an engagement journey. Mm -hmm. And um, Harrison Ford is their pilot and they have to, and then Anne Heche and Harrison have to fly back to do a little bit of work, but they get the plane gets struck down by lightning. They crash. They have to survive on this island, but they run into pirates. And then the pirates like chase them and try to kill them until they save themselves and get back. And then David Schwimmer um, ends up cheating with like Harrison Ford's girlfriend. Yeah. So everyone ends up together. It's fine. Yeah. It's totally fine, but it's kind of like, what's his name? Finney. Queen. 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 Queenie. Queenie, you know, it's really funny. Uh, my, I have a little cousin named Quinn and when, um, she was a newborn, my aunt joy had a housekeeper that would always, would always call her queen, but she oh, thought yeah. that joy was saying queen. So she thought that joy oh, had named her daughter queen. That's really so, funny. Yeah. Queen, Queenie. And he works in a really toxic workplace. Yeah, let's get into it. Let's unpack Alice and Janie Janie. Yeah, because she was a very toxic boss. She's the kind of, it's an an insidious relationship where she acts like your friend, but she's not your friend. Exactly. She's acting like your friend because she needs a work friend, but she'll expect you to do anything she says whenever she says because you're friends. Because you're friends. Never make friends at work. It's the worst thing do you can not. do. Unless like you're miserable at work and like you find someone who's equally as miserable. Yeah, that's fine. But don't befriend like your boss. I've done that and it's ended so badly. Because it's like you can, it's like shitting where you eat without the sex. Exactly. That's just terrible. It's just all around. There's it's no not, point. There's no don't do it. There's literally no point. To and it. guys, if you're in that right now. Get as much dirt on them as possible. So when they try to ask you to do stuff, you're going to go right to HR and get them in trouble. 100%. 110%. Yeah. Be like, ask me to do that again, even though you just showed me your dick pic. I, 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 I'll say something off the record. Um, I just distracted you. Okay. Say something off the record. Um, That's all I'll say. The rate in which I would panic on a plane going down is unparalleled i would be dead because i would take my whole bottle of xanax and i would how fast did she take those xanax like they worked within minutes well she took like five of them and she weighs 38 pounds yeah she was definitely fucked up i think that that's i remember laughing so hard when she's like attention kmart shoppers attention kmart shoppers (laughs) <laughs> that was so funny to me as like an early teen. Oh my God. She was great in this. And she was just like, woo. So funny. She made like in the 90s, it was all about like overacting drunk or high or something. Like it this was is bad. This is yeah. really bad. 
When in reality, like I wish Xanax would make you not know when bad things are happening. <laughs> Xanax just makes me remember bad things, but you cry yourself to sleep faster. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, <laughs> and then you're asleep. Um, I take Xanax every day. Do you know that about me? Yeah. Up to 30 <clears throat> milligrams a day. <laughs> <laughs> um, Phones were just phones back then. They were just phones. When she's like trying to get, and because like she tries to get a signal and she can't. So she just throws the phone because she's not losing anything else. She's just losing the phone. Like she's not losing 10,000 pictures. She's not losing all of her contacts. Well, she's losing her contacts, but they're probably probably written in a leather bound book. Yeah. She's got to memorize. It's not a big deal. Because back then you didn't. I know it's in her, her like teeny little hand in that big flip phone. It's like so good. Have you ever like blown hair out of your eye? Yeah. I used to have like really long hair. You would blow it out like that. (sighs) I don't want to. But now I have the hiccups. Um, Well, we wear masks all day. You probably do then. Um, The boat blowing up. How was she okay? How did they film that? Why did I write that? Oh, the, oh yeah. The, I forgot that I like, didn't know what I meant by she's that. She's inside, what Zach's talking about is she's inside their little broken plane and she, yeah. she accidentally inflates the life raft and she gets <laughs> smushed up inside and she squeaks up a middle finger at Harrison Ford because they have a, they have a, a hate, hate relationship at this point. Yeah. Don't worry, everybody. It's gonna get romantic. Don't worry. They get a little drunky. They have some chicken. No, they or is it pig? They have, they have peacock. Peacock that's covered right. in maraschino cherry juice. With my my sister and I, like I don't I don't want to die without trying that. Yeah, I no, I mean it. it. I think that we really need to delve into the um, hand in the pants scene. <clears throat> Let's get into it. So Anne I don't like goes, I don't like that scene. No, I remember so, being horny as a kid watching it. Well, because it, it would be fine if they didn't do cutaways to both of their faces where she's like, yeah. ooh, and he's like, ooh. He like he's loves like, you better it. not be enjoying this. Yeah. It's and like, she's like, oh <laughs> Quinn. Uh uh, and she drops the bucket. I was like really nervous about those bottles that like they're probably not going to get back. I know. What are they going to do for water? That's what I'm saying. So a snake swims up Anne Heche's shorts, her her Anne Taylor Loft shorts. Yeah. And Harrison Ford comes into the water and he puts his hand down the front of her pants and pulls out a snake. And that's the scene. But it's about it's five just, minutes worth of. It's content. And I remember thinking it was so dirty. It was very dirty. Well, sticking your hand down someone's pants is. It always felt wrong to me. I know like that scene just was like. You ever had someone just like stick their hand down your pants? To get a stink. <laughs> well. <laughs> <laughs> to get a little garter, garter snake, a little teeny tiny sneaky. A little gummy worm. <laughs> um... <laughs> a little trolley gummy worm covered in, covered in citric acid. <laughs> and sugar. <laughs> This isn't funny to anybody. (laughs) I would honestly like, okay, real talk though, Paige, close your ears. If I gave Paul an erection, covered his dick in like chamoy, 
yeah. wrapped a fruit by the foot around it. No, you know what? I did this to someone once. All right. Yeah. What? I, you did? I wrapped my high school boyfriend, like a, not the one I always talk about, a different one, a, a horrible one. I wrapped his penis in a fruit roll up and I. How were you that kinky in high school? That's not even that kinky. I think I just but, wanted to eat a fruit roll up. And he was like, you're not eating one until you suck my dick. And you were like, how about? <laughs> yeah, I just remember it being like very stuck to the pubes and like not. Ew. Yeah, not a good idea. No one do that. No one do that. No Ew. one. No one do that. And then I put a bunch of gushers up my asshole and he just sucked. <laughs> no, you're joking. <laughs> <laughs> I would do that now, though. Yeah, now it's different. I'm going to do that to Paul tonight. I'm like not a food per like a food with sex. Like it's so disgusting. Why do yeah, I want to be like covered in sticky stuff? And I care about food so much that I want to be like sitting and enjoying it. Like I don't want to be like Yeah, I don't want to have to perform and eat. Yeah, I just want to sit on my couch and and eat. That's how I have sex. I just sit on my couch and I and I just say do what you need do what you need to do, but I'm I'm going to finish this quesadilla. <laughs> you can do what you want what you need, but I'm going to be, but I'm going to be watching free Willy. I'm going to be watching free Willy and eating this quesadilla. <laughs> and there's not a goddamn thing you can do about it. And that's the end of the story. Um, okay. How about the body shaming in this movie? Which, which part? And your tits are too small. Oh yeah. 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 Well, Harrison Ford is like in retrospect, like a, just a horrible misogynist. He's a his character's horrible. All of them are not good. All of them are. He doesn't have dicks. They really are. He doesn't have one. Well, yeah, no. I mean, Han Solo isn't that bad. He's just no. Han Solo is a grumpy dick. Yeah, he's always grumpy. You're right. He's like always. Did you ever? I love you, and he says, "I know." I know. Never watch what. Uh, there's a movie with Josh Hartnett and Harrison Ford and there it's a buddy cop movie. Are you sure this isn't some fanfic you wrote? It sounds like nope. it. So no one watched this movie. Nobody watched Is this, this another movie. Noel? Is this like Noel part two? Because I owned like this. So made up. I owned it on DVD. Why um, is it now it's starting to feel familiar? What's it called? I'm I know I need to find it. It's um it's a really weird movie. And like, I feel like you and a, I should, is it a should watch it. It's a buddy cop comedy with Josh Hartnett and Harrison Ford. Was this like at peak Josh Hartnett fame? No, Hollywood Homicide. I have seen this movie. Yes, I have a hundred percent seen that movie. It's wow. insane. It's from 2003. Wow, that is like a really weird like thing you just like pulled up for me. Because no, there's no reason for this movie to have been made. No. But I think weird. we're going to have to rewatch it or something because Yeah, I'd give that I'd definitely give that a look. I need to I get mean, my eyes Harrison on this. Harrison Ford is so sexy. Like I even though I and in, in spite of myself and everything I believe in this world like Harrison Ford is No, so I know. Bad. I've like I've never like I know it's weird. I've like argued with people because like a lot of the like girls that I know are like, oh my God, like he, he's always been so sexy, so sexy. And I'm like, I just don't, I've never like seen it. But then really? I did think it in this movie. I was like, no, he is like sexy. He's like very sexy. Like he's like, and in Indiana Jones, he is very sexy. He's just, he's very sexy when he's a professor in Indiana Jones. Yeah. 
That's just it's, like it's the juxtaposition of like buttoned up professor and then like adventurer. he has like a shirt like unbuttoned like to, to his, his belly, belly button. button. Yeah, <laughs> I like him more in in glasses and and a tweed little coat. Yeah, that's like I know that's actually a twist because like that's normally what I go for. Oh my god, so hot! Imagine, I can't. I actually can't I like, talk about like. No, I know. That's why we wanted to do Indiana Jones, but that just uh-huh. didn't go well. It didn't go well. Maybe if we do a nut different one. They're all. The, it's all. Imagine that to your teacher. You like. And I just found class. out. What? I just found out that in Raiders of the Lost Ark, they. You know when he's like fighting with Marion. Yeah. If you like pay attention and you like really do the math. He was sleeping with her when she was 13. And she says, I know. And she says, like, she says something, and he's like, You wanted it, or something like that. And it's like really gross. I know it's like, it's very gross. Okay. She's like, I was only a child. And he says, You wanted it. Okay. So that's really disgusting. I know. Okay. Anyway. Anyway, back to the movie. Pirates were also huge in the 90s. Whether they were swashbuckling or they were like modern day, but like pirates were really big in the 90s. Pirates, modern day piracy terrifies me. Like that to me is the most terrifying thing I could imagine. Did you watch that Tom Hanks movie? No, but it terrified me just the thought of it. Although. What's it called? Captain Arbuckle? Captain. Jim. It's it just made the entire world at some point or another say, I am the captain now. I mean, yeah, that's the only everybody said like it's look at like, me. Captain Philip. Captain Lee. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Captain, my captain. Captain Sandy. <laughs> <laughs> um <laughs> oh, wait, I was Hook. just naming I was just naming below deck captains, but you don't watch that. Captain Phillips. Captain, yeah, that does sound right. No, hold on. <laughs> hey Siri, what's the name of that Tom Hanks pirate movie? Captain Phillips. Yeah, I, I that did sound familiar. That when not you said ca- it. that's not a catchy name. You know the guy in that movie like had never acted before, and he was nominated for an Oscar. I know he was so. Someone just texted me. One of my friends just texted me and said. Hayden Prowse doing the fire chant just got me going. Yeah, I mean. You guys, if you haven't listened yet, last week we had Hayden Prowse from The Secret Garden on, and he did such a good interview with us. He really did. I mean, we asked hard-hitting questions, and he did the Secret Garden chant. Like, he was. He's so good. He was so sweet. Like, he was funny and sweet, and it was just a pleasure. Okay. Anyway, okay, we just we were we just talked about like six different movies. Okay. Um, <laughs> um okay, wait, wait. I'm gonna bring it back. Pirates. I love when a movie says the title of the movie when the people are talking. Yeah. Love that. Like David Schwimmer's yeah. like, yeah, we're going away for six days, seven nights. Or like when they say Titanic. I mean, in the movie Titanic. Because well, they're on the Titanic. Yeah. And I had to address that <laughs> at some point. Like, this is the Titanic. I love that. Or like an Avatar when they're like, this movie's Avatar. called Avatar. <laughs> 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 oh, my God. I fucking hate that movie. When we watch The English Patient and they're like, I am an English patient. <laughs> <laughs> so funny. He's just burned. He's like, I don't know if you know this, but... 
I am an English patient. <laughs> I love the English patient. I love the English. Can we do the English patient? Only yeah, it's just we have to set listen. a day aside. <laughs> oh, I honestly would like love to rewatch English patient. Like it's so good. I, I never get I rewatch watch it. it like I feel like I rewatch it like once a year. My mom used to like, I remember very clearly, like my mom like locking herself in her room, like <laughs> sitting in the dark in like her four-poster bed with her like big Himalayan cat just watching the English patient. And I would like come in and be like, Can I watch? She's like, No, you're too young. Oh my God, it's so good. Like Kristen Scott Thomas in that movie is so good. And I remember like Gosh. the the Seinfeld episode about the English patient like being so big. I don't remember that. It's like you, I've when like, Elaine is forced to watch the English patient with her <laughs> boss and like she hates it. I don't remember that. I feel like I've seen so many Seinfeld episodes and I've never seen any Seinfeld episodes. I can't. It's weird because it. like I won't ever sit down and like rewatch Seinfeld the way that all you people rewatch The Office like over and over again. But like I you love should. Seinfeld like so much. The Office. I don't want to. I don't want to. Yeah. We, okay. Yeah. We think what we think and maybe we'll just keep that private. Some girls get it. The girls that get it, get it. Yeah. And the girls. <laughs> when the cheese starts to sweating. It's time to get to getting. Um, okay. <laughs> the skort. Okay. The skort with the bikini top. No, but like Anne H's outfits in this film are iconic. And then her like sexy counterpart, Booby McGee woman. <laughs> Her outfits were also iconic. Her dance. Mm-hmm. Her iconic. Dance. And David Schwimmer, like. David Schwimmer doing, like, the Schwimmer face, Schwimmer neck. Yeah, and he's like. How do you do oh. Schwimmer, Schwimmer neck? And he always has, like, a scowl a little bit in his, like, eyebrows. It's like. You can't see what we're doing because we're on a podcast. Yeah, sorry, guys. We're but- doing like our neck is doing like a very robotic movement where it's like we're a robot kind of like on the fritz. It's on the yeah, fritz? Fr- on the fits? On the fritz. I think you're right. Um, Six. But Jayla. the outfits in this movie are so, and Heisha's outfits. So one of the. um, You could wear them today. Like they're so on trend. Like they're. Oh my God. I'm so annoyed because the dress that she wore, the last dress that she wears is another iconic dress from a movie and I can't remember what it is. And I'm so little, mad like, I didn't write it down. Kind of dress. Yeah. I don't know, but it's like, I'm so mad. It's like the way that Rachel Lee Cook's dress hits her legs in she's all that. It's like this, like it's perfect. It's like a perfect hem. And it's like, it's not flouncy. Flouncy is not the word. It's no. just ever so slightly out. It's but- perfectly fitted. It's like, but it's not tight, but it's perfect. No, fitted. but it just fits. It like, And it's like, it's like the dress was made for the body. Yeah. And the heels, like, it's like, she's walking around in these heels, like to get onto these like tarmacs and everything she wears, her hats, her sunglasses, like, like truly the, t- the outfit she wears when they're first stranded, like that white kind of like crinkle cut um, yeah. top with the yep. shorts and the slouchy sock and a boot. Are you... Are you kidding me? Are you Laura Derning me? Because like You're that. Laura me. That outfit. That outfit. Like so that back. Hurt? I sent no. you the picture. Like they're like J Crew is literally like outfitting things with like slouchy boots and uh, slouchy socks and boots. I know. This is your time to shine. If I can get my legs down to where they need to be, I think we'd be ready for it. I'm just not at. I can't do. If I wear a safari outfit, I look like. 
You're actually like going Chessie. on safari. Well, no, I look like Chessie from Parent Trap. You know that that's hot to me, though. I know that's hot to you, but like. I have a big life-size cutout of Chessie in my room. <laughs> I am um, probably taped up onto your ceiling. I hope every night that she falls down on her lips just for a little Chessie kiss. Chessie is your dream woman. What I would give to like in 20 years, just have like a Chessie wife. Do you know who did the, the score of the parent trap? Alan Silvestri. I, that's what I was, I like for some reason couldn't think of his name. Yeah, that's the one. <clears throat> that music, we'll do the parent trap someday. It's just that like I cry like an, Ugly, ugly baby. I hate uh, Dennis Quaid. I don't hate him. It's just like I, the love and comfort that I have with Natasha Richardson is unparalleled. Yeah, we, I don't know if emotionally we're not. Uh, we can't. Yet. I'm not. I can't talk about I. I love that movie so much. For some reason, that movie came out at a really good time in our ages, I think. Like, we were a perfect age to watch. I think what happens is, like, you try to grow up and you think you're done with, like, this kid stuff. And then this movie is, and this movie hits you and it's like, oh my God, I really love this movie. My mom loved this movie. It was like, it really reels you back in. And I watched it a lot, like with family and it was like always warm and cozy. And then Natasha Richardson died. It's just a warm and cozy movie. And then you got slapped in the face with being grown up when Natasha Richardson died in a ski. And it was like, and that, and then like, maybe you caught the movie on TV for a second. And then you're like, I can't watch like. I remember watching it for the first time after she died. I was like, I, I can't watch this. Have you ever made a secret handshake with anybody? Maybe like flippantly, not any, nothing serious. Um, I think that if we ever live in the same place, we should definitely work, like spend a couple months just really getting a secret handshake together. And do it on a dock, yeah. So I think it would just be fun to do that. For sure. Okay. Um, That's kind of all I have, to be honest with you. I feel like there's so much more to discuss in this movie, but like. This movie is just a really, it's like, listen, if you're looking for a 90s adventure film, like this is it. Oh, well, I mean, it gives you a really big trope, the diving off of a cliff. Like, I mean. Oh, yeah. Harrison Ford says, Harrison Ford kisses her. No, wait. First he says, does he kiss her first? I don't remember. What does he say? Like, do you trust he's, me or something? No, or like, he's like, he's like, he's like, I'm sorry about, I'm sorry about, I'm sorry about this. And she's like, and then he kisses her. She's like, what for kissing me? He goes, no, this and just throws her off a cliff. Oh no. He kisses her. And then he says, I'm sorry. And then she says for kissing me. And then he's like, no, for this. <laughs> and just, and then he just sh- her. chucks her off of chucks a her cliff. Off a, and there a, were like a 300 foot cliff. Dude. And there were always like people diving off of cliffs, like, or wait, like running from pirates. I, I would be dead before I jumped off that cliff. I would just, you my would, body would not allow it. The water happen. would have to be so deep for you to live through that. You would hit the water so hard. It would be like hitting concrete. Like you would not. You would break things. Honestly, water that cold feels like a million knives stabbing you. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. I promise we'll do Titanic for you. Uh Uh-oh, the loud feet are coming. Okay. All right. Guys, it's a big 90s adventure trope movie, so just get into it. You'll love it. Like, if you're looking for something just, like, if you are tired of rewatching The Office and you're looking for something to just, like, put on and, like, be cozy, like, you're wearing a face mask, you have on, like... Your like little nighttime gloves with your lotion inside. Like this is the movie to watch. I promise you will not be disappointed. You are I think going that to love it. People and I think couples especially forget like to that a date night doesn't need to be a date night. Like 
make some popcorn, throw on some jammies, light a candle, get the lights dim and watch this movie with your loved one. Make a charcuterie board of just Whoa, what is he doing up there? My whole house is shaking. I love when Paul is in sole charge of Rex. All it's like, it's like really what he does is just like tells him to run laps. Yeah. Yeah. Paul's like hit 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 the track. He's like hit it, kid. I just hear barking. Hit the showers. Footsteps. Yeah, an occasional yelling. Someone saying stop it. Someone saying calm down. Is it the dog saying that? Yeah, it's the dog. Can we tell before we go? Can I tell? I know I already told you the story, but I have to tell. Like, I want to tell all of our friends the the Rex Candyland story because I'm sure there's some other parents on here that can relate. Yeah. We were yeah. playing Candyland yesterday, and Rex really does not. I said to Zach, like, it really brings out the worst in the under six crowd. It really does, yeah. And we're playing in Rex's playroom, so like all of his like Nerf guns and like his little pop cap guns and stuff are all in there. And so Rex is nearing the end of Candyland, and he pulls the grandma nut card, Nana Nut, and he loses his fucking shit. He starts flipping out. I'm not going to Nana Nut's house. And he stands up and he grabs this little fake pistol and he aims it right between Paul's eyes and he shoots. My husband is dead now. Candyland. Cat's Candyland. By the way, they took away they took away that fucking hot ass Lord Licorice. Oh, they did. Yeah, he's gone. Not he was like a I didn't dom, notice he was that. like a dom daddy. He was hot. Well, now we're stuck with Grandma Wrinkles. Grandma, get your nut. Grandma Wrinkles is from Jersey. I know who Grandma Wrinkles is. I forgot. Um, okay. All right. Well, thank you guys so much for listening. Where can they find uh, you and us? You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Zach Mellon. And you can find us at Mommy Dearest Podcast on Patreon and on Instagram. Where can they find you and the rest of your Instagrams that you ignore? Uh, they can find me on <laughs> at I am Sloan Steel and at Oh My Erotica. They can also find me on Twitter at Sloan Steel. And uh, yeah, please subscribe to our Patreon and don't forget to rate, review, subscribe, jive. And if you like the show, tell a friend about it. The best thing you can do is word of mouth this. Just go to your We're friend's gonna- house, open up their phone, download the show. Let them be surprised. We will not forget you guys. When we're big and famous, we will not forget you guys. I will never forget you guys. I'm going to forget. <laughs> okay. Bye. Right, bye. Thanks for listening to the Mummy Dearest podcast. See you next time. And remember, don't read from the Book of the Dead. Going to Makate? Yes. Well, we'll be ready in uh, 10, 20 minutes. But this, this isn't the plane. What? The plane. Where, where's its mommy?